This episode is brought to you by Pinna. Pinna is an audio streaming service just for kids that includes tons of podcasts, audiobooks, and more for ages 3 to 12. They offer some well-known stories and so many original podcasts and audiobooks, which my kids are really enjoying. Right now, Pinna is offering our listeners one year of Pinna for 50% off. Just head to pinna.fm slash promo and sign up and use code Allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, Allison with one L, at checkout. That's P-I-N-N-A dot F-M slash promo. Now we're ready. <laughs> Welcome to Awesome with Allison and Eric too. <laughs> I'm Allison, and our only goal with this freaking podcast is to help you feel more awesome. That's it. That's the only goal. Each time you listen, whether it's by laughing at us, laughing with us, or learning something new and helpful, we hope you feel a tad more empowered, lightened up, and awesome than you did before. I'm here with the one, the only, the sexy, the talented, my husband and yours, Mr. Eric Robertson. Good morning. It's me. Eric Robertson. Good morning. Tell everybody about the shirt you're wearing. Oh, I got it for Christmas from my lovely wife. It's um, <laughs> it's a Dungeons and Dragons shirt. For those of, for those of you who can't see it, it's blue. It has some vintage artwork and the cool original font from the early days. And it's uh, I'm wearing it two days in a row. So that can t- that tells you what's going on in my life right now. Well, that's what uh, Christmas, New Year's break is all about. It's about finding that one staple outfit that you can continue to wear for the whole week. I mean, if things don't change, I'll probably wear it tomorrow. Fiona's committed to to her outfit. We know Ginger's... Is Fiona still wearing her church dress from Sunday? Fiona got a tr- like a church dress to wear on Christmas from my mom, and then she slept in it for two days leading up to Christmas. <laughs> wore it to Christmas. <laughs> so anyway, we're doing a really good job over here. This is episode 170, Let's Make Life Easier and Better. And I actually really like talking about like the one staple outfit that you wear every day what a concrete example of a way to make life easier and better right there thank you you're always trying to get me to change it but i'm glad you acknowledged (laughs) that it's great so how many years ago did you decide to wear black t-shirts that's a good question i don't remember it's probably at least two Oh no! Maybe it's three. Than that. Yeah, it's three, four years. Yeah, there's only so many decisions I can make in a day, and I decided to get rid of the decision of my wardrobe. And so, however, recently you've kind of been toying with this idea of. Yeah, I'm turning eighty. I, I want flannel shirts now. <laughs> it's also the trend. It's '90s. Is it? Well, I, I'm enjoying flannel. I am a '90s kid. I grew up in the '90s. Yeah, so but I'm, I'm also- coming home. So that was my Dungeons and Dragons, that shirt, it wasn't a nod to your interest in branching out of the black t-shirt. Oh, I appreciate that. I really vividly remember when I was pregnant with Rad, so second baby, I just decided to wear black because I, you know, you don't know what to wear, you're pregnant, your body, and I was in a very, very dark place. Actually, as well. Um, I'm not saying that you've been in a dark place, but I was in a really dark place. And it is so funny because after the pregnancy or towards the end of it, I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm going to stop wearing black every day. And it really did impact my mood. 
Like, it really did. Now, I don't think this is necessarily true of every single person, but color, I mean, it matters. Like... It's true. It really can impact your day. Anyway, we're so happy to be here with you guys. It's been a couple weeks. We love the podcast. We love you, like those of you who listen to the podcast. I just, uh, I've been really thinking, not trying to figure stuff out, but I've been just thinking so much about what do I want to do? Like, what do I even want? I wrote a book. I, you know, toured with it. I'm still, I, if you don't have my book, you're silly because it's the best. (laughs) (laughs) Drink that down. It's a family joke. And by family, I mean like my children to make fun of how humble I am. So whenever I say anything like that, now Ginger's in on the joke and she's like, and you're really humble. (laughs) (laughs) And then Allison will get defensive and she goes, I am humble. (laughs) It's like, I know I'm doing it. I can hear myself doing it. I forgot what I was talking about. Your book. Oh, and how book. humble you oh, are. Oh, yeah, I'm so humble. Yeah, I don't know. And I noticed myself going like almost into this panic. Like I have to figure out what I'm doing now with my life for the rest of life. And I started feeling like this time pressure and it's the end of the year. You know, I want to start things in the new year. Like I, I just was seriously starting to get so panicked about this, about what I'm going to do with my life. I was noticing myself start to put so much pressure on figuring things out. And that's one of the shifts in my book. I don't have to figure anything out. So I really challenge myself. I hold myself accountable to those where I'm like, no, I I believe this is true. I don't have to figure it out. What I started doing instead, and this is the inspiration a little bit for this episode, is I started thinking about the incredible, amazing, beautiful humans that I'm start crying that I've been able to talk to over the last few weeks. So I only talked about it briefly. I didn't have a ton of spots open, but I opened up an offering called, you know, Power Hour with Allison. And I had 33 one hour spots available and I did it at the most affordable price that I could. It was $100 an hour and the spots filled up, which is such a blessing and an honor anytime you put anything out and people are receptive. I'm just so grateful for it. I've been able to have these power hours with people. It's kind of been this out-of-body experience because stuff like this used to just really drain me. Like I loved doing it and I loved giving the service and I loved, you know, interacting with people, but it just was much more draining than it is. It hasn't been draining. It's just been so fulfilling and uplifting. I love getting to talk to people. So I thought, what are the themes? So here I am trying to figure out what I need to do with my life where I have these power hours booked out through most of January. So first off, do I really need to figure out what I need to do with my life? I'm already doing this really incredible thing, even though I don't have some huge maniacal overplan like I usually do. I mean, I still kind of do a little bit in the back of my mind, but Like, even though I don't have these concrete, you know, steps after that, I really 
do have, you know, the next month or so kind of scheduled out. What more do I need? So I was thinking about that and I was thinking about, and this is where like all the irony comes in, right? What are kind of the reoccurring themes when I'm talking to these people? Because we're talking about completely different stuff and we're getting, you know, very in depth. And the point of the conversation is to take a very macro view. Like we get into the micro details so that we can take a very macro view at where you're at emotionally, physically, spiritually, mentally, and then what are kind of the thoughts moving you in that direction, the actions, you know, just kind of look at it from a really compassionate standpoint. And one of the number one things, I'd say I've noticed this with every single person I've talked to now, almost a dozen people, they can't see how much they're doing. They can't see how much they're giving. They can't see how much they're impacting the world for better already without doing any of the things that they're, you know, they scheduled this hour to talk to me about. As I started thinking about that and started thinking about here I am feeling like I need to figure out what I'm doing. I'm not doing anything. You know, I need to move this forward, move that forward. I thought, okay, well, if it's a common theme in the people I'm speaking to and everybody's a mirror for us to learn what what we're longing to learn about ourselves, that, that's a, a beautiful gift that's given to us by interactions with other human beings as they can serve as mirrors for us. I was like, I probably am not giving myself enough compassion or credit for what it is I'm actually already doing. This episode is make your life easier and better. And we have some concrete ideas on doing that for 2023, just like some shifts in thought. Eric and I are going to share some shifts that we've really been loving that have been making our lives more enjoyable. But if there was one that I was going to impart with you as you move into this new kind of new year space, regardless of when you listen to this, is when you're able to compassionately take stock of what it is you're truly doing, you're able to Oh, you're able to just like tread with compassion and move with care and be so much more like civil and kind to yourself and to others with expectations. So, I mean, I'm talking to people who are thinking they want to book more clients and they have a brand new baby, three other children, two other side projects. They're waking up at 5 a.m. to exercise. <laughs> And I'm only laughing because this is all of us, right? And it's only by talking to me and then I'll ask questions because I can sit there and say, oh, you're doing too much, right? That's nobody's going to hear that. Nobody's going to hear that. But what I've been doing in these conversations is just like really gently coaxing out, teasing out from people how much they're actually doing, how they're actually contributing. It was so funny. I talked to this one woman for like 40 minutes and she's doing so much like as a baby is crawling all over her as she's sitting in a house in the middle of renovation. And it wasn't even until 40 minutes into the conversation that she mentioned she also homeschools all of her children. That's insane. Well, and I'm only laughing, not because she's insane. She's wonderful. She's a wonderful human. But like, we're just doing so much. We're doing so much. And you are doing so much. And the, the number one common factor 
the people that I'm talking to listen to the podcast. So that's why I feel so confident also because like they, they, I have these conversations and they bring up stuff from the podcast. So I know that if you're listening to the podcast that you fall into this category of, and, and most of us do, of really not being able to appreciate and see how much it is you're truly doing, truly giving. And so Eric and I are going to share some thought shifts but let let that be the goal. Let that be kind of like the the north star of the conversation is if you could start to build in some objective awareness around how much it is you're actually putting into the world and how much it is you're actually like I remember I have a friend of mine and she had her father-in-law and a brother-in-law who was you know, coming off of drugs, he had been in rehab, she had them in in her house, and she was, like, feeling bad that she wasn't getting other stuff done, and I was like, you're freaking, like, saving a life, like, right? We just, we, we, we miss it so often. We miss what we're doing. Well, I think we miss what we're doing because if our values are like, if, unless I'm making money, I'm not doing anything. Mm. Oh my gosh, that is another huge number one thing that comes up with the people that I'm talking to. They've all been women and it's like they do not put value on the stuff they're doing because it's not making money a lot of the time. Oh my gosh, I'm so glad you brought that up because that has been huge. Okay, so I was on Instagram a couple weeks ago and I saw this post about this like grandma who walked into the house of probably their, her daughter-in-law or daughter and they had recently decorated for Christmas and the post was like making fun of how delighted this grandma was this older woman, she's like, oh my gosh, look at this tree. Would you look at that? You know, just like so over the top, you know, it's just celebrating every little thing she saw. And it was making fun of her because with norms, it was like over the top. But I was like, this is amazing how much joy she's seeing and bringing into the room, which is such a stark contrast from the other energy of just not being impressed with things and just being in your head and just walking in and missing all the details. And I often think about how I can be more present. And it kind of just becomes this common term of like, yeah, just be present. But be in the moment. Be in the moment. But it kind of loses its savor when you say it so many times and you hear it so many times. When I said that, you probably like, oh, he's going to talk about being present, you know. But the idea of practicing delight and that term like speaks so much to my soul to practice delight. And what I mean by practicing delight is in each moment, there is something to be delighted by the texture of your clothes, the person next to you, the view in front of you, or like the ambient sounds wherever you are like whatever's happening in the moment, there's something to be delighted by. You can find something. And even if it's hard to do this, that's the, that's why I like the word practice in front of it. Like you can practice like seeing what's in front of you and being delighted by it. And I've been doing this and it's been such a game changer. The natural effect of it is, is it makes me present because I'm being delighted by something. I'm practicing delight. So I've been delighting in my functioning senses. I delight in the small things that I usually miss. And I know, and I'm learning there's an infinite universe of beauty to observe and delight in. And I'm realizing that practicing delight is the greatest gift I can give myself because it consistently brings me to the present moment in which true life happens. And so practicing delight is my 2023 mantra and hopefully for the, for the rest of my life because it's such a beautiful game changer for me. I love that. And it's such a beautiful, simple shift. And that's one thing that felt not one thing, but one of many things that felt so inspired for me is that word shift. So my book, You're Already Awesome, is set up into 12 shifts. 
which I basically kind of got the idea from my awesome on demand program. So my awesome on demand, it's changed so much. It changes every year. But I've been doing it for five years, and it started with the Year of Awesome calendar. And the Year of Awesome calendar started as a free email that went out, and I decided that I wanted to have, just like you have that beautiful kind of shift or mantra of practice delight, I decided that I wanted to give my brain a place to land every month. And so I came up with these awesome attributes and they're like courage and compassion and resilience. That's how Awesome On Demand started was that calendar. So that calendar happened during 2017. And every week I would send out a new email that had a challenge that supported. So for January, it's enthusiasm. So this calendar is actually available as a digital download. I wasn't able to get it printed to sell this year, but it's a very affordable download. We'll link to that. So January's trait is enthusiasm. And then every week there's a challenge to help you, you know, bring you into enthusiasm. So it's this cool, big, beautiful calendar. So that was 2017. Well, at the end of 2017, when I'm like, you know, I've got my calendar, I've been doing my workshops, I'm just, you know, crushing it. That's when I got hit by a car. Uh, so you guys might remember that. That was five years ago now, December 20th, 2017. I was on a run right before Christmas and I got hit by a car. 2018 came around and we launched Awesome On Demand. And over the years it has shifted. But the one thing that remains the same is every month there is this anchor point to come back to. So like Eric saying, practice delight, and it started with an awesome attribute. And then over the years, it has changed into whatever kind of the medicine is that I need, that my soul needs for that month. I, I am very thoughtful, prayerful, meditative about it. And I start paying attention to a mantra or a word or a phrase that really provides medicine and healing and anchoring for me. And each month I create a new deep dive into the topic because sometimes the topics are a little hard to grasp. Like one of the topics, I think it was November in 2022, was I surrender to my truth. So then what I do is I have this idea, I surrender to my truth, I have this idea, I have a screensaver of it on my phone, I provide that in Awesome On Demand, we provide like a screensaver, so that throughout the month there is this place for me to land when I find myself spiraling out, right? So just like you having that practice of practice delight I have found that coming up with these one or two word focuses has really made my life overall more enjoyable and simpler because rather than focusing on being a better person, rather than focusing even on having more courage or having more resilience, right? These big things or having like a naughty body, right? my focus then becomes something like I surrender to my truth. Okay, when I surrender to my truth, what does that mean? 
in Awesome On Demand, now over the past five years, I have dozens and dozens of these mantras, these anchor points. And each month I have a new a new one and then a practice, whether it's a meditation, a pep talk, a gratitude practice. Eric does the music. We create them together. And then these practices help support and bring you back to that idea. So I'm talking about this for two reasons. I'm talking about it because one, I'm doing, I'm running a, a new deal on Awesome On Demand and I've shifted the way that I've done it and I want to invite you to it. But I'm also talking about it, mo- like it's both. I'm talking about it because I'm excited to share it with you, but I'm also talking to you about it because it has truly changed the way I approach my life. It's how I wrote my book, these shifts. I've been practicing this practice for about six years now of more or less each month. And I love that that coincides with the earth's cycles of a new moon. Um, It coincides with my body cycles of, you know, a monthly uh, menstruation cycle. Like it just really is this beautiful period of time. And I feel like I was inspired to have this period of time set where for about this one moon cycle, for about this cycle of 30 days, for this season of time, I'm going to allow myself to focus on this. And I really like the idea of it being a medicine that I return to over and over throughout the month. I think that through the practice of the podcast, through the practice of writing my book, and kind of just by nature of what we do, I think even you deciding to focus on practice delight, that is kind of a byproduct of us choosing to live our lives this way. Yeah, I agree. And I I, I think it's pretty cool, but I I do want to share that that's one of the ways I fell in love with Eric, that he took me on a few dates and I was very offended by him because he told me to calm down. I also thought he was like really cute and fun, but he just like wasn't serious enough. Which is very funny that I know I was like, this guy's not serious enough for me. But at the time, I thought I like needed like a really like philosophical, intellectual and all the things. And I remember we, you know, we went on a few dates and then we took some, you know, whatever, took time apart and dated other people. And then I remember seeing him a few months later and he had started writing down quotes on three by five index cards and keeping them in your shirt pocket. Do you remember that? Uh, I don't remember keeping it in my shirt pocket. Are you pocket. kidding? You don't remember? You had index cards. I know, yeah. I that don't. you wrote, because that was during your phase when you were wearing a shirt and tie all the time. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Because he was a very serious businessman. He was writing down these quotes and writing down these ideas, and he had them in an index card, and he would keep them in his front pocket so he could pull them out throughout the day. And that is literally one of the reasons I fell in love with you. <laughs> Gathering my phone. <laughs> But I think it's cool because I think that it's kind of like an early version of this, right? Mm -hmm. So this is a practice. So make your life easier. Make your life more joyful. The let's make life easier and better. How do we do that, right? How do we do that? This is what I want to suggest. What I want to suggest is, you know, getting a little simpler, (laughs) getting a lot simpler inviting yourself back to to words to medicine to thoughts to concepts that give you life that give you um a feeling of experience 
expansion rather than a feeling of contraction. And that's something that I talk a lot about in my book is I talk um, a lot about the language of love and unconditional love and how that expands and also the language of shame. And the language of shame and fear contracts. If you think about life and if you think about the earth, it's always going to want to be for the fuller and highest expansion of all creations, including you. So I'm going to tell you about my awesome on-demand deal, and then I'm going to tell you about my focus that has been helping me through this season, which is make space for miracles. That's kind of been my, that's like what I want to do in 2023, and it's kind of this response to Um, I don't have to make things happen. I don't have to make anything. I just have to hold the space. And because of my health issues and and because of, you know, just where my life has been over the last couple of years, I have space and it's hard not to just fill it. Just fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it, fill it. Do more, 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 more. So for me, I'm going to hold the space. I'm going to make the space. But Awesome On Demand, over the years, it's been um, a program, this, that. And now what I just really want it to be is a resource library, a feel-good audio resource library to help you get you through the day. It's a robust resource library. It has hundreds of audio deep dives like I was talking on those different topics, meditations, pep talks, meditative music, mini courses, and really all-inclusive spiritual practices. And so the audio practices and listening experiences range anywhere from five to 60 minutes Eric and I and Mallory and I, and then I've got some new babes I'm excited to work with. We are really working to make it more of a searchable resource so that you can say, I'm feeling anxious. What are some of the audio practices or deep dives that would help with that? What I do is I use Awesome On Demand all of the time as this audio service where I go in and I find a meditation or I find a deep dive just by looking at the titles and seeing what title like speaks peace to me. And I'm like, oh, or or even if it agitates me, I'm like, why is that one agitating me? I want to listen to this because like, I don't remember what I've said. There's hundreds of stuff. There's hundreds of things in there. And I decided that I really wanted this to be so, so affordable. So I'm going to make it the most affordable that it's ever been. It's been $30 a month in the past, $20 a month in the past, but I'm going to be doing it right now. You're able to get it for under $6 a month. So let me tell you how that breaks down. I w- it's $9.99 a month and you can sign up month to month. That's also the cheapest I've ever done it because like I said, I just want it to be a resource so that you can feel better. It's just, it's there, it's available and it's just like a shortcut to feeling a little more awesome than you did before. And now because we've been working on it for so long, there's so much goodness in there. There's journal prompts, there's worksheets. So it's $9.99 a month or $89 a year. That $89 a year breaks down to about $7.40 a month. However, if you use the code PERFECT, and this is going to run through January, I'm going to probably end it sometime in January, this deal, but if you use the code PERFECT, you'll get $20 off the yearly price, so it's $69 a year, which means it will be $5.75 a month. So I just threw a lot of numbers at you, but did you follow that? Yeah, I got it. Okay, so what I'm saying is, is that for under $6 a month, you can have access to this. And here's the best part. I didn't even realize that I set myself up for success in 2023 because in 2023, we're going to follow the shifts of the book. 
and we're going to look at them with even more depth. And so for January, our focus will be, I can wake up to my awesome because that's the first shift of the book. And then what I'm doing new is each month I do the deep dive, um, some sort of meditative practice that's usually like five to 10 minutes. But now I'm also going to have a guest each month. And guess who our guest is for January? Who? You! It's Eric! (laughs) Eric's going to do a meditation! (laughs) You're getting sleepy. (laughs) So... All of the links will be there. I would just love to invite you to that. We've got two live coachings throughout the year, but it really is my my number one way of living my life, which is having these focuses. And I, I think that's what people get from the podcast yeah. too. I hope that's what you guys get from the podcast. Just just little thought nuggets, little ideas to hold on to, to return to that are compassionate and kind. It's really, really easy to, I was thinking about this concept and then we can wrap up, but I was thinking about this concept of, I was going for a walk and you guys heard me on the podcast. I'd been sick. I'd been bedridden. And then I was like, now I'm going to train for a marathon. I, (laughs) and launch a book. (laughs) Because that's really what felt like, Oh yeah, that made that made sense to me. I'm going to train for a marathon as I launch my book. Like this is great. And as I was launching the book and traveling, I just kept getting sick. And I then I would sign up for this exercise class and then I got strep throat and I was taken out for 2 or 3 weeks. So I signed up for a different exercise thing and I keep thinking, "Oh, if I just spend the money and and commit and just decide." And finally, I just had to say to myself, "I keep getting sick." I, I want to exercise or maybe I don't want to exercise. I, I really don't know what the approach is to this anymore because I keep getting sick. I keep getting stopped. And I was thinking about how I went from literally being in bed mostly for a year and a half to training for a marathon. And I started thinking about how how many things I might miss in life because I try to go too fast. I wrote this, it's almost impossible to know when you're going too fast. Rather than just the regular kind of failure, aka a lack of things being the way you anticipated, you know, because when you go too fast, you've put in a lot of effort and then it's like, this doesn't work. How are you supposed to know it could work if only you slowed your roll? I think a lot of dreams, plans, good things have been abandoned too fast Not because they were unobtainable or out of reach, but just because the timing was a bit off and you were going too fast. I I look back at my life and I can see so many things that I thought I wasn't qualified for or good enough at um, because it didn't happen as quickly as I thought it should. And then I can also look back and see how many times because I've just wanted to barrel forward and go, 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 go that I've crashed my body or my body has crashed um, from thinking that in order to be a good person, I should just do the good things and achieve them and then I will be good. So I just want to leave that with you. And I love Eric's idea of practicing delight and my idea of making space or holding space for miracles. Really like the first thing that we talked about, which is really just trying to appreciate and honor all of the good that you're doing, all of the good that you have done. 
healing and rest and these different we're in winter right now where it's not very green outside there's a ton of snow this isn't a harvest time this isn't like we're pulling all of the tomatoes out of the garden and going woo right but it's like the new year and for some reason we expect that like in the dead of winter we should be harvesting and so to just kind of like step back and wonder how many things you've kept yourself from doing or decided that you're not qualified or good enough for because it didn't happen in the timing. You weren't able to do it as quickly as you thought you should be able to do it. That's just a really compassionate thought that I hope you can take with you into 2023. I'm really, really excited to see what's going to happen with Awesome On Demand. Regardless of the success of it, I just never quit it. And it's very funny because that's not true of anything else in my life. That's how much I believe in it. And that's how much care and love and um, thought is put into all of the resources that are there. So I hope that you will think about doing that for yourself, especially while it's so affordable. I just want to thank you guys for being here. I want to thank you for showing up. I want to thank you for your interest, for your kindness, for gifting my book to people over the holidays. Oh my gosh, that means so much to me. Just You're just doing a really good job and we love you so much. We're so grateful to get to do this work. Eric, do you have a review for yeah, us? Yeah, I have a, a beautiful one, short and sweet. This Aww. is from Erica Lane. She says, Allison and Eric are a bright ray of sunshine on the internet. Aww. I'm so grateful for how real they are. Thank you both for doing what you do. That's so kind. Yeah, I love that. Wait, tell me her name again. Erica. Erica, thank you so much. Why don't you shoot an email to awesome... Wait, did Mallory and I decide... I think we just decided you can just shoot an email to heygirl at theallisonshow.com. I think that's what we decided. I can't remember. Either way, shoot us an email and we are going to send you one of my I'm uh, freaking grateful gratitude journals. It's a really good journal because I'm really humble. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Uh, you guys are doing so great. We want to give one more big shout out to Pinna. Thank you so much, Pinna, for being our sponsor and working with us. We're grateful for you guys. So you're doing a really good job. You're really pretty. Everybody loves you. And if they don't, it doesn't mean anything about you. And only you can be you. And you're already as awesome as you need to be. You got a song for us, baby boy? I do. This is from uh, my album, Morning in the Cathedral. This is called New World Largo.
Thank you.